You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps> this is your Welcome America Presents The Ashley Simpson Show, episode four. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain, we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of The Ashley Simpson Show by rewatching all eight episodes. Coming up in wonderful episode four, we have the birth of Pieces of May. <laughs> Ashley cooking some mints <laughs> at a confusing LA parking lot slash structure slash multi-story level parking. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. This is the bloody Ashley Simpson show. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> Episode name, Valentine's Bummer. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong in the description. This episode was a bummer. It was a bummer. <laughs> but also, I kept on reading it and thinking, right, what's the pun? Valentine's Bummer, Valentine's... I was like, no. Like, Cruel Summer? <laughs> cruel Summer. <laughs> no, I the, love that song. But the, just a cruel, cruel Valentine's Bummer. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know the rule with... Yeah. You can't change well, you can't just words. change everything and yeah. have a completely different meaning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know the rules. Those are just different words. <laughs> yeah. My first note, inexplicably, is just, I got stains on my t-shirt. I think I just decided to write that down. Just from the, the just opening from, title. Just from the opening titles. That we've never, that we've never discussed. So let's zoom and crack into, crack is the correct word, <laughs> into egg towers, I've called it in this uh, first section. Uh, I've called it eggy condo. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually given it a different name throughout it, this whole recap. Oh, great. <laughs> well, those can be for the different towers within the, you know, within the, I don't know, the, the egg box farm. Box of eggs. The box of eggs. <laughs> The baker within the baker's dozen. Now, before we get inside, yeah, that bal- the balcony. So we zoom in. We start zooming in. I just think it looks very pokey and precarious. Two bad things for a balcony. Pokey, to be. precarious. This sort of balcony that in LA they'd be like a luxury condo yeah. with its own balcony, and then the only thing that could fit onto it is maybe at a push one of those circular metal tables yep. and those two metal two chairs. chairs. I was say, two chairs only. Yeah, and some fool will try and put a bike out there. Or a canoe or a a surfboard. (laughs) There'll be something like that going on. One very sad plant like wedged in the corner that's died. Yeah. Direct sunlight of the towers. And then if someone's really going for it and they want to like jazz it up, they might get some um, of that bamboo. Oh yeah, lovely. That bamboo that does not age well. Like (laughs) no, that will sag, sag in the rain and really dry and crack in the sun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So in this scene. Who's there? It's Ryan Carbrera, uh, Ryan Carburetor, and <laughs> Ryan Carbonara. Carbonara, and bet he loves a carbonara. <laughs> I do. I do as well. Ryan Carbonara and Ashley, and they're just hanging out. And Ashley says, "You're my best friend." And Ryan <laughs> says, "Really? Thanks." <laughs> Ryan's hair here is looking more anime than ever. He's really giving like. Very kind of Dragon Ball Z, if you're aware of that <laughs> yeah, as a reference. Just yeah. very structured and, and yeah, just kind of like the actual definition of that noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
if he were a magazine, he'd be Kerrang magazine. Exactly, like he's plugged himself into the amp instead of his guitar. <laughs> he's his own he's his own musical instrument. <laughs> who's this who's this shadow character in this scene? Is it just a real I mean we get a shot of her in a bit, but there's a real just a, a casual leg and a hand and I was like, who else is there? Is this Tina again just chilling with them? Well, that sofa's so giant and comfy, there's just a miscellaneous <laughs> friend hanging out at the end. <laughs> so many brown and beige, fuzzy and comfortable fabrics in this shot. Just <laughs> That beige sofa. She's got like a brown fuzzy throw on her at one point. A teddy bear's thrown in at another point, which is another brown fuzzy. Very brown and fuzzy inside that egg. <laughs> you know that that sofa, it really, it, it just smells of perfumes, but also has a million food stains on it. Yeah. How many trashy bits of food have they dropped in oh, there? Oh, I've got stains on my sofa. Yeah, stains on my sofa. <laughs> How many times have they flipped a cushion? <laughs> enough to have worried, enough to not be able to flip them anymore. Yeah. Flip. Oh God. Oh God. Flip again. Oh God. Another stain. That was the same stain. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> head to World Market and get like a throw. What's the, what's the thrust of this scene? So the, I believe it's Valentine's Day. They're talking about Valentine's Day. And it's all like, be my Valentine. And then there's this great interview section where Jess, Jessica, Ashley's talking oh. about being, oh, 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 oh. Ashley's talking about being the Val, it's talking about Ryan. And she says something like, we just have lots of fun together because we like each, we know each other and I know him and he's actually at my condo and he's and stuff. And he's my best friend because I know him and we're friends together and so he's my Valentine. <laughs> yeah. Really, really top-notch clips were chosen for this one, weren't they? Yeah. Mid- I was mid- so furious when I watched this. Mid-season episode. Yeah, this is a real saggy sagason. I actually stopped taking notes on what they were talking about. I just wanted to concentrate on just, just aesthetics. I really focused in on that crucifix around his neck that's not on a chain, but it's on a thick black like piece of oh, yeah. string. Cord. Cord. Yeah. I imagine maybe a leather, we'd call it like a leather piece with a, a crucifix on it. That's nice. Because, you know, it's still, it's still that hometown boy ryan cabrera from somewhere in florida <laughs> i don't know he's born in dallas texas oh of course texas that's how they bloody simpsons know him i can really get a good shot of the stairs and the carpet that thick beige carpet going up the stairs yeah there's there's it's just so much beige and brown ryan ain't funny he certainly isn't <laughs> <laughs> i'd say they've really met, met their match with each other here although actually i think she's funnier I think she is funny. Never forget her SNL character. Let's get out of here. I can't, yeah. I can't be in this apartment this anymore. next location, it seems like Ashley then drives to a mountain town <laughs> to record Pieces of Me. What is this building called? It looked like it was called Schoolhouse. I was really trying to zoom oh. in on the very grainy footage I was watching. But yeah, she essentially seemed to drive it to like Big Bear to yeah. record Pieces of Me. I wrote The Shoe Mouse. <laughs> like, I was so confused. I think it was The Schoolhouse. And I thought, well, this is exciting. Finally, something's happening that I'm interested in. We're seeing the the birthplaces of pieces of me. Yeah. She's so she's strumming away. Yeah, the song's about Ryan. She says, it's nice to have something real in my life. Yeah, what does that mean, something I, real? It doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> At this point, she tells us that she's writing it with her buddy, John. This guy, John's now her buddy. Old Lamshanks. Yeah, whatever happened to Tim and Tom, they're gone. Oh, no, we... we, we he, we left old Tim and Tom in the dust. Lamshanks has been in the, the driving seat since last episode. Yeah, but for one episode. <laughs> but now John is officially her buddy. That's what she yeah, says. Yeah, well, do you remember they'd had that wackadoodle montage of them having fun together in the studio? <laughs> where he true. also kind of uh, me too'd her and it was like, wah, 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 <laughs> honk, buddy. Yeah. Although we do get an interesting moment here where Ashley talks about how she went for an audition 
and she ended up not getting the part. She's like, oh, I'm not even sure if they did the thing. But I was basically playing, she's like, I was basically playing like a Britney Spears style character. And then she ends up doing her impression of Britney. And I said, not bad. It's, I've written, it's okay. I think if she wasn't so self-conscious with with more time, I thought it had the real sparks of a good impression of Britney. Yeah. She really had the kind of mannerisms of her and the sound of her voice was pretty good. She just needed, she's just, she can't commit to anything because she's a 19 year old fool. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what was she auditioning for? Yeah, couldn't. I mean, baffling to think about what was going around the development departments in those days. Yeah, who knows? Madness. <laughs> the who Wild knows? West. 2004, what had just been successful? I don't know. And her shadow friend, who I can't get a, get a grip on, seems to be there as well, doesn't she? She's, she's, she's in the mountain town as well. She's prompting her off camera about the story. And then you see them get in the car together and she's definitely with her. Wow. <sighs> They didn't give her the good decency to give her a name tag on screen or anything. Well, she's definitely with her in this next scene. This scene was infuriating. Well, I told you before we started recording that I was in a pretty bad mood when I made my notes for this. And really, really, I think this was so disrespectful. I (laughs) So disrespectful. So rude. Okay, let's, do you want to set it up? (laughs) So she starts talking about how she wants to uh, get in shape for, you know, the music videos coming up and photo shoots and all this kind of stuff so she's decided to get back into exercise and her and her friend mystery woman and we're also inexplicably joined by another shadow friend halfway through they're going to take a ballet class ballet class because she used to do ballet up until she was 13 yeah that was a good setup thank you oh yeah sorry i was like oh uh okay you talk okay so then so then (laughs) i've forgotten how to do this yeah it's like a comedy exercise scene so this is real producer's hand yeah. of they'd be like wouldn't it be fun if Ashley went and did some crazy exercise so she goes to this ballet class with her friend clearly we, late we do what's that clearly late clearly late classic <laughs> we do see a picture flashed up of her Ashley as a child doing ballet yes and she's doing the splits in a silver frame yeah the the picture seems to have been distressed like it was taken in the 1920s <laughs> yeah. I think she went to like at the end of a pier and had that taken. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> you, you know, Tina was dressed as like a strong man. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica was like a, I don't know, bearded woman. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. You remember we used to distress things with like tea bags. Oh, please. <laughs> a big thing me and my brother were into was making maps. <laughs> Like adventure maps. We were both very yeah, into adventure things. That's so nice. So we would love, I would always get my brother to make the map for me because he was better at like drawing and he was older. And then we, together we would age them and yeah, like put the tea on them, put them in the oven, burn the edges. Burn the edges. Yeah. He was always, he always used to like make me treasure maps, my brother. That's really nice. Yeah. He's a real sweet guy. Oh, <laughs> so they've got the treasure map tea bagged picture and then uh, they do this class. Yeah. They are two. It's a proper ballet. ballet. Yeah. Wait, ballet or ba- ballet? I said both because I got really nervous ballet. about how to say it. I think I, I instinctively just want to call it ballet, which ballet. I think is British. So, yeah. And they're the two annoying giggly girls in class. Yeah. I've just written here. Fuck off. Yeah. Her friend's beige leggings are quite tough. And uh, yeah, I just, it's very disrespectful. But then did you notice, I don't know if we were watching the same version on YouTube, but there was some subtitles because they were kind of whispering. Oh. And the font of the subtitles is so wackadoodle. It's comic sans adjacent to the point of like noticeable. Comic sans like adjacent to Rugrats or something. Yeah. It like very wackadoodle looking. Yeah. Like noticeably fonty, not just normal subtitles that you just read and don't notice. What 
seems extra disrespectful about this is it, it's not like it, this seems like they production wise they genuinely just crashed a class and the class maybe knew about it but it doesn't it seemed like people were genuinely trying to do a class people have paid yes to go to, right, to be in this class that's the difference this was not people who are being paid by the show to be extras in a, in a dance scene like in like housewives or something yeah this was like people were trying to do their regular wednesday class and these buffoons came in and started acting the fool Ugh. so they leave because what they have to um because they find because they can't stop laughing yeah. so they go to the corridor to laugh and then they then ashley says we brought tutus with us because we thought it'd be really funny and then obviously at this point they've some producers gone in and like mollified everyone in the class and maybe given them some money to refund them and we get this real fun 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 wackadoodle montage of her and her friend doing ballet in tutus yeah i was so angry <laughs> i was so angry my last, I felt disrespected. My last bullet here is, I hate this. <laughs> it's so, it's like the music. Oh yeah. And they, and they her sum up at the end is we sucked and the girls were getting mad at us. And then I've written here in all caps. I'm getting mad at yeah, you. Yeah. I agree with them. This was not rock and roll, Ashley. This yes. was just annoying. So annoying. The music that they play for the wackadoo moment, wackadoodle moment, is very like ska goofy. Yeah. There's a lot of ska music in this. <laughs> Feels like we were around that kind of. Maybe a slight, no doubt, air, resurgence, oh, yeah. kind of a bit of a pop punk. Oh, yeah. We're back at Shea Egg. Wait, before we get to Shea Egg, <laughs> we see a shot of downtown. We see, a, we see a shot of the Sunset Strip. And then back to the egg. <laughs> back to North Hollywood, no yeah. doubt. Like, yeah, I called it Shea Egg this time. Shea Egg. Shea's Egg. Yeah, she announces she's going to have a girl party. Oh, God. Um, there appears to be a lot of shenanigans with underwear. There is. Do you notice there's a heart decoration in the back of the door? Yes. Because it is Valentine's. Yeah, of course. Well, we'll get to a, <laughs> that pronunciation. So, yeah, what's going on with underwear? What are you I talking don't about? Know. There's, a, there's a shot of her holding up a pair of, like, what looks like men's Calvin Klein briefs. So, oh, so I, I did see that. Like, laughing at someone else's underwear. But then there's another shot of someone else, another friend showing her underwear. And she was just wearing regular underwear. And then someone else, I think maybe like holding up a different pair of underwear. I think that was definitely something that was meant to be more substantial in the scene about underwear. But they just decided to whip it all into a nice little montage. That's, that's fun. And Ashley then just announces, ooh, let's start cooking our meat. <laughs> and cook that meat they do. She does, for, for American listeners, minced meat. We would just call it mince. She gets some beef, some beef mince. <laughs> she probably op- opens the packet and just whacks it onto a pan. I believe in this country you call it ground beef. Oh, ground beef. Yes. <laughs> also, shout out to the two giant ornamental pots that have peacock feathers in them. <laughs> I didn't notice those before, but I see them in this scene. I thought to myself, do you think they're hiding the fact that they're drinking off camera in this? Oh, in this scene, this scene felt like girls getting together for like drinks and dinner, but obviously she's 19 and her friends seem around the same age. I did say, I did write, what is Ash drinking? Cause she's drinking a bright red drink. Mm. You write that with a bit of vodka in it yeah, maybe. That's what I was thinking. A wee vodka. What would a red drink be? Like a vodka fruit punch? Yeah. Or like a, what's it called? Cranberry. Yeah, oh, of course. No, vodka but, cran. But it was more, it was, cranberry's too pink. This was like, like. Deep toxic red, a grape juice, <laughs> a Welch's, a Welch's. No, but that's more purple. <laughs> mm, I think it's a fruit punch. Anyway, anyway, some girl that looks like vaguely like Rachel McAdams in a purple Ramones T-shirt doesn't know how to wash lettuce. 
Ugh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like, I'm just a goofy young person. Yeah. I don't know how to do stuff. <laughs> oh. oh, actually, I did. I did note that I saw some suspicious looking drinks later on as they sat down and ate those tacos they were making. Mm. You just, I was, there's another girl holding like a short glass with something in it that it had like a, that kind of lemonade colour of like a margarita. I was like, oh. you know, like a pale. I was like, I see what you're drinking. And a slightly viscose kind yeah. of density to it i was like this ain't just an iced tea you're drinking there young lady <laughs> how funny is it as well as like british people to be like oh caught your red hand yeah they're 19 i know i was i was deep into my drinking times by the age Fuck. 19 i was seasoned a seasoned drinker yeah. <laughs> well rachel mcadams here at this at this point uh gets the term valentine's day wrong and keeps calling it valentine's day God, I didn't even make a note of that. I must have been furious. I was pretty furious. I, I, I described them as a real dingbat collective. <laughs> a real bevy of dingbats. The dingbat collective. <laughs> so we do hear that something is going to be happening in the future. For Valentine's Day, what's Ash doing? She's going to see Ryan do a show. Where's she seeing him? At the Stitch Factory. What was the, it called? The Knitting Factory. The knitting Factory. <laughs> As soon as I heard the knitting factory, my eyes lit up and I was like Googling away. Oh, uh, is it, does it still exist? Yes and no. So the knitting factory that they end up going to is very much in Hollywood, you know, rock and roll. Oh, yeah, of course. Epicenter. But that then closed in 2009. So there's now a knitting factory in North Hollywood. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we can't escape it on this show. <laughs> so oh, and I've written at the end, air song. What does that mean? Well, girl, the girls' night is over. She goes over to Ryan's apartment after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's my next section. Over to Ryan's. Yeah. So she goes and crashes into Ryan's apartment, and he starts performing a song that he wrote for her. And in one of the most creepy things I've ever seen, <laughs> he leans in and sings the lyrics of the song close to her ear, almost whispering them. Okay. Okay, I hear you. But if you were a nineteen-year-old girl. And you had a pop star who's just written you a song, <laughs> singing it in your ear, and you've just had a vodka fruit punch. <laughs> Would that not be the most exciting thing in the world? Of course, of course. I definitely was looking at that more as a viewer. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> my, my main note here was how annoying for the neighbours in this building. Oh, God. I feel like only people that could survive in this building were under the age of 23. Yeah. I just don't think it's possible. So imagine hearing Ryan Car- Carbonara just strumming away. A song, and then Ashley in the other room, like <laughs> <laughs> horrific. And then that building does not have good insulation no, or oh, not. like sound stuff. No Absolutely way. Not. And I think that despite that it probably has central air, I imagine in times like right now when it gets cold, I bet that heating really sputters away and doesn't do anything. Well, particularly because she lives lives in a double height. If you live in a double height like penthouse one. Because you know, hot air rises. He rises. rises. <laughs> so it's a nightmare in the summer and a nightmare in the winter. <laughs> this scene ended in a really strange way. That I'm, I'm going to queue up, up for you. Just a strange piece of editing. Actually, one of my notes says they're so annoying and cute. <laughs> so she says to him, Oh, I'm so glad that you wrote me a song. And he goes, You're welcome, like Dracula. But they cut him off to the point where it seemed. I, I need you just to hear it. Okay. To see it, actually. Yeah, come, come around. It's really wild. Thank you so much for writing that. I'm really excited. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that 
the weirdest piece of editing you've ever seen. It's like he's lurching towards her like a zombie, like a Frankenstein zombie. <laughs> they just can't, they don't leave a second. You're welcome. <laughs> it was genuinely my high point of the episode. Was I watched that maybe five times in a row. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> Ashley. Right, we're back to Kermit's in this next scene. <laughs> I got very giddy thinking about Kermit singing pieces of me. <laughs> on a Monday, I am waiting. On a Tuesday, I am fading. On a Wednesday, I can sleep. Hmm, I can't. That's what I imagine. Piggy comes in and really takes the chorus. Pieces of moi. <laughs> All the pieces of moi! Miss <laughs> mm, Biggie. Yeah. Mm. You do a really good comment. <laughs> Thank you. It's all about nodding the head yes. as you do it as well. See, I feel like I do a good... We need to get this show on the <laughs> oh, road. Because, because I do a great Miss Biggie, yeah. <laughs> People are crying out for two old gays in their late 30s to do a Miss Piggy and Kermit show. <laughs> so we go back to Kermit's. And who's Kara? It's Cara Dia Guadagnadio. Oh, it is that yes. Cara. Yeah. All I've written, thank goodness there's a woman involved somewhere <laughs> in the production of this album that exactly. isn't Ashley. So I've also noted that in this scene, it's like watching a Picasso being painted. <laughs> it really is. She describes Cara Dia Guadagnadio as a very strong, independent girl. <laughs> sure. Um, the tone's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kara tells a real lie. She says, okay, well, you know, it's sounding good. You know, the tone's really good. The tone. Right? Is it? Yeah. It's no, really worth noticing in this whole episode, but this this part especially, because we get the song later, but it's recorded version later. We do not hear one little scene of her singing the chorus to this song. All of the stuff we hear about her recording is the verse. Oh. I wonder why that is. You do, you do, you do maintain <laughs> that Pieces of Me is very hard to sing. It's really hard. It's, it's... Because oh, you, you don't, like, ramp up to that That's note. the way I feel. Oh! Uh, exactly, exactly. You don't, like, most songs would, like, ramp up to the big note. You don't just start on it and then, like, yeah, really. I feel like Kara had a, a hand in that. Like, I think she sung it. What? Oh, Wow. We see her singing from a lyric sheet, and they are the actual lyrics of the song, so they've really, they've really got this ready, ready to go. This is so ready to record. Someone's typed this up and printed it out. <laughs> yeah, they really have. I wonder where those are now. In a hard rock cafe? <laughs> and, and, and that year that this was made, do we feel that there was a wireless connection to a printer, or do you think you had to hardwire oh, it to a printer? Oh, uh, come on. Of course it's hardwiring. I don't even remember how that works. I guess it was. I guess it was always like at work. It would be that the PCs were <laughs> attached to the printer, right? And also, I bet you know the intern at the Kermit company at mm-hmm. their computer. It's they've got their printer like right next to them. Exactly, like a fail-safe printer. Can we imagine that being like Audrina's job on an episode of The Hills? Yeah. At the was it Sony that she worked for, Sony BMG. I can imagine that being her job to print out the Ashley Simpson lyrics. Oh, hey, um, Adrina, can you just print these out for us? Sure. And then she comes in and then sits in for the whole recording session. Okay. So they record the song. The tone's good. The tone's great. So let's go back to Casa Oof. Well, Get here's it? the thing. She that was Spanish Casa, and French. Casa Oof. Maison. Maison d'Oof. So here's the thing. She lives in the penthouse. She's not on the ground floor. How are you going to get up there? you got to pop in a US elevator British lift. Lift. Get in the lift. So she's clutching a pack of Red Bulls and I think was nail polish, right? Is what she spills. 
Is that what she spills? I think so, yeah. I thought it was, it was definitely a glass container of something. Yeah, well, it was like dark nail polish because she's man. Maybe she was buying it for Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're going to share it because they're a rock and roll they couple. They do it together. Yeah. So cool. And she does a terrible job of trying to clean it up. She, oh, yeah. So wait, she drops. She drops nail polish. And it looks weirdly like the floor is tiled. Yeah, you know, like Much a tiled like my tiled Yeah, lift. like a tiled lift. It's so weird. Yeah. I've never seen a tiled lift until I moved to this country. There's, people don't have, there's no tiling in the bottom of a lift. It's insane. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's truly nuts. They love a tiled floor here in the lift. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Anyway, she, she, I thought she was running off. She does come back with one limp paper towel, which she kind of just gently dabs and smears it around, and then she just leaves it. Well, I've got a question for you. If she weren't being filmed, would she have cleaned it up? Absolutely not. See, I think she would have done... I don't. I think she's... She's a good Christian Texas yeah, girl. Yeah, I think she's pretty polite. I don't think... She, I, I don't think in this time, in this exact moment, I don't think she would have gone back. Okay. She's rock and roll, man! Speaking of rock and roll, man... Let's get to the knitting let's factory. Let's get to that rock and roll location of the knitting factory. In Hollywood. It's kind of near Hollywood and Highland. Oh, Somewhere lovely. around there. Yeah, I drove through there today for work. Like My fucking GPS took me through there. So right now, when I go into the office, I end up driving through the center of Hollywood Boulevard. And it's like, oh, my God. I do get a little frisson of excitement because I have to drive past the Disney, like the Disney lot. Um, and I'm always like, oh, that's Disney. And I see oh, the Burbank. Water, and I see the Water Brothers, like Water Tower that was at the beginning of the Animaniacs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the Animaniacs. Anyway. Okay, so we're at the Knitting Factory. It's so, Valentine's Day. What is this gig? It's, it appears to be a unplugged Ryan Carbonara show, doesn't it? Very intimate. With terrible sound. Yeah. <laughs> and Ashley seems to be like heckling at, at some yeah, point. She, speaking of the Muppets, it all comes back <laughs> to the Muppets. She's like Statler and Waldorf. She she seems to be late. She seems to arrive as the show is happening. Yeah. Classic Ash. And yeah, they, they put her in this very well-lit balcony seat. And um, at one point, I don't know if you noticed this. There was a martini on the table. I've written here, martini glass of water? Yeah. I said, well, first of all, I thought that, Tina. Must, that must be Tina's. She drank out of that fucking martini glass. I saw it. Who did? Ashley fucking Simpson. Mocktail, my ass. She was drinking a real martini. Do you think? But That's but, a strong drink yeah, for 19-year-olds. 19-year-olds <laughs> don't drink martinis. I mean, she'd drink a Cosmo. Well, I'm just saying. Mm. So, oh God, this storyline. So she storms out. She gets up and is a, is she's in a mood. Well, here's as we, the, as we say in the UK, she's in a real right old mood. She's having a mayor. So here's the thing: she she's talking about how Ryan's in touch with his feelings, and then Ryan tees up a song. I'm, I'm gonna sing a song about meeting a girl. Ashley gets really excited, thinking it's gonna be the song that he song whispered in her ear before he turned into Frankenstein. You're welcome. And then it turns you're out welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And then it turns out. That the song he sings isn't that one, so she storms out. Well, she kind of storms out. She does a lot of half in and out storming out. She's carrying a green handbag, which I thought was a nod to Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> Much like her green converse. It's all coming back to Kermit. I feel like maybe the, the Henson company paid for this whole thing. <laughs> so they have a bit of a non-fight. Yeah. I think this non-fight can be summed up in actually how I feel about this whole episode. This whole episode is her saying that she's going to say something, then us seeing her go and do that, and then her going to another person and telling them what she just said that she'd just done. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to do this, she does it, then she tells someone that she just did it, and we watch the whole thing play out in excruciatingly <laughs> long scenes. 
Meanwhile, whether she drunk out of the martini glass or not, Ash is drinking from a giant plastic jug of water. Yeah, they no, that's Ryan's. He's he. Oh, that's you see that? Yeah, he's drinking from like one of those like what's it, something springs, something geyser. I don't know. Spring geyser water. Spring geyser. <laughs> mountain geyser. And then Tina's, she's pretty flirty and fun, isn't she? Yeah, well, she's definitely had a couple of cocktails. Oh, yeah, because she's saying to Ryan, you know, hey, you know, yeah, my, my, my girl, Ash, she's a Simpson and we require a lot of maintenance. Oof. Bet you fucking do, yeah. Tina. So old whiny McGee is back in the dressing room with Ryan Carbonara. Yeah, we're backstage at the knitting factory now. And he gets her, he gets her real good with, with one of those no you are logic spirals. He really bugs bunnies her in this scene. <laughs> Remember that whole thing about Bugs Bunny used to do that? Did they, he? He'd always be like, he'd always use reverse psychology and end up getting the person to say that that they wanted to do something that they didn't. Oh, right, and He right, really right. does that with her where she talks about how she doesn't care. And he's like, well, why don't you care? And he asks her so much that he gets her to admit that she does care. It's pretty good. <laughs> so then they're going to have to get home. Uh-oh. She says in the lift, you didn't even, no, she says to Tina, he didn't get me even get me flowers. Not even a card Nate. nation. Cardination. Cardination. She kept saying Cardination, and it was driving me is, bonkers. Is Cardination part part of the card factory? The card factory. <laughs> yes. In the knitting factory. <laughs> the Cardination houses the card factory because it's the nation. Got it. Or is the Cardination. The factory fuels the nation. Is the Cardination the group of fans that love. Oh, the card factory. factory yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my card nation. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really express my words here and say this is the worst episode so far. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I was getting really annoyed. Look, mid-season slump. This is episode four. <laughs> so Ryan can't find his car. He's going up and down in that lift. Now, how many times have you lost your car in a parking structure? Well, one one notable and then multiple minor. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I've had I've had a lot of like this isn't really working moments, and then one where I had to genuinely be, as we discussed before, driven around in a golf cart underneath the Hollywood and Highland, trying to find my car. That bunker (laughs) of a parking structure. (laughs) So luckily, a very rude security guard. She was very camera ready. That security guard. He was really. It was lights, camera, action. I genuinely got really confused confused with your pronouns there, and I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, were they a woman?" I dropped in a she just because he was he was really trying to make it happen. Yeah. The, the, my favorite part about this whole kind of lift elevator shenanigans is that as she slumped against the wall of the lift, inexplicably holding this big FedEx box. <laughs> I don't know what's in it, but Progress. I feel like he's like asked her to carry something, so she's already annoyed that he can't find his car. She's carrying this FedEx box, and she's just like, "Ooh." And he's carried because he's got his guitar. Well, musician, rock and roll man. Turns out the car was on P two. Discovering that your car actually was on P two, it, it, it feels like the most LA thing of all. Yes, because you're you like never, a damn fool in in the UK in a multi story car park. Yeah, multi story. You would never, you've never <laughs> seen P two. No, because it's always up. Yeah, it'd just be one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, <laughs> ground one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Oh, this scene was so depressing. So everyone starts saying, oh, she's going to feel really foolish when she gets home. Yeah. Oh, wait, question for you. Yeah. So she came with her girls to the show. Me and my girls. girls. He was already at the show, I think. But now he's going to drive Ashley's convertible Lexus home. I mean, did we see her driving to the show? Maybe she got a lift with Mama Tina. That's what I think. But then how did how did the convertible Lexus get there? Oh, no, is it his car? It's his car, yeah. Oh, okay. So they've both got convertible Lex, Lex I. <laughs> yeah, or maybe she was driving his to that mountain town to record oh, these. It's so confusing. 
I was sorry. I wrote even before I found this. Out, I was like, let me guess. There's a surprise Valentine's Day thing at home. Valentine's. Thank you. Valent- Valent- Valentine's Tide. incarnation. Okay, got it. Sorry. <laughs> Do, now this. Let me get back to the eggy condo. <laughs> that shot, that exterior shot. Did you? Did you? No. Okay, what? I'm gonna have to get it out. All right. What did you just watch? Oh my god, I completely missed. The most chilling, almost Alfred Hitchcock style shot of zooming in in the pitch black through some lit up interior, through some vertical fucking blinds. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was the most horrible thing I've seen. You plunged me back into a deep depression with that shot. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Fraser, <laughs> that's horrible. You're a nemesis, vertical blinds. Oh, God. Okay, so we've gone through the vertical blinds. Yes. We're in the Eggy Condo. What's going on? She's back with uh, old Rachel McAdams, who now looks a bit more like Hilary Duff. Strange that she's there. Mm. And she's opening a, some kind of supermarket flowers with a big knife, just ripping through all the sure. plastic. Seems that she does kill one of the flowers. And I did notice at this point that she had some flaming hot Doritos on the counter, <laughs> which made me really happy. <laughs> and what's happened? Oh, we bought her flowers. We bought her flowers. Yeah. Great. That's it. Wow, what a what a great way to end the episode. And I have to say, she says something pretty regressive, but very true at this point, where she says, Uh-oh. you know, I, I made all this fuss, and she's like, that's when it hits you, you know, you're just 19 and you're a girl. And I was like, I don't really agree fully with that <laughs> from a feminist perspective, but I do kind of think for you personally, that's actually a very good summation of this whole episode. I also like when she says... It should be interesting to know what happens between me and Ryan. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) And Ryan eats a flower. (laughs) Sure does. Edgy, edgy. We get um, a montage of stuff that we've already seen, just the two of them, while while she's performing Pieces of Me. (laughs) And in general, I just, I thought in this whole section, they have done a very good job about marketing her as the opposite of Jessica. Yeah. Because remember Jessica, wasn't she meant to be very virginal? Yes. Was she all promise ring? Yes. Whereas this, like, Ashley's clearly fucking. Yeah. My final note is, we never got a live vocal of that chorus, did we, Ashley? (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm going to find right now Ashley Simpson, Pieces of Me, live. Oh. Should I? Oh. She's doing them. She's doing the notes much shorter. Oh. He's like a good... Just doing it like that. <laughs> I got your number, Ashley. We need to put on this. Can, can you just throw in here? Next time on Ashley. You're welcome. So it's her first photo shoot as an artist. And we get kind of a wild montage of, I want to look like a boy. You're not a boy. I think I look like a clown. <laughs> I couldn't tell what was happening. I just got like little, little pieces. Yeah, it's a great, a great Jessica Simpson just slumped on the floor <laughs> by going, a wall. What? <laughs> But most importantly, we finally meet Ashley next episode because she's going to dye her fucking hair. She's going to go fucking brunette. She's going to go, she's a real rock chick. She's going to become the Ashley we truly know in that episode. We also see uh, a middle-aged male photographer telling Ash that she looks like a hot granny. (sighs) It is (laughs) quite, I mean, it it shouldn't be surprising at the time, but it is quite shocking and surprising just (laughs) I don't depressing. know. It's so depressing. <laughs> the middle-aged straight men, the yeah. way, what they say to Ashley yeah. as a 19-year-old. Grimsville. Oof. Well, that was it. Episode four, <laughs> Grimsville. Oh, what was your most rock and roll moment of the episode? Ooh, good question. Let me Give me yours and then we'll come back. I think it was Ryan eating a flower. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know what mine is. I think... You're welcome. 
That was my most rock and roll moment. When, well, when Ryan when, transformed into Frankenstein. When he became Dracula for one second. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, thank you for oh. listening. We're halfway through season oh, one of the Ashley Simpson show. You know there's two seasons, right? We're not, look. <laughs> I can't. I think the second season involves her, that debacle where she has to change the lyrics to La La because... It's uh, the, uh, some kind of football game. Does oh, it sound familiar oh, yeah. to you? And you can't say something you like a French maid. French, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to look. You don't want to go through that. Oh, well, let's just see where we land in four weeks' time. Isn't the SNL thing on the second season as well? It is. Isn't it? Okay. Well, I'm just saying maybe we take a couple of weeks off and then we hit that season two. Or do you think we just roll right into it? I think we might have to. I'm not <laughs> sure I can let this one sit. Oh, Otherwise, God. I'll never have the urge to do it oh, again. Oh my God! This is going to be wait 16 episodes. <laughs> Our longest spinoff yet. Our longest 16 episodes of just us talking about Ashley Simpson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We've had some great rating reviewings. Hear about them, all about them, on our main You Are Prime episodes. Uh, get in touch with us on email. What's the email? You're welcome, americapodcast at gmail.com. Great. And yeah, you get episodes of this every week for the next 16 weeks, apparently. I know. Uh, and our You're Welcome, America main episodes, You Are Prime, every other week. Thank you. You're welcome. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps>